the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Back an old friend. Haven't had him on in a while. That's entirely my fault. I apologize. David Riaboy. Uh, I urge people to follow him on Twitter. One of the most active accounts, at Dave Riaboy, R-E-A-B-O-I, is how he spells his name. He is also the author of Late Republic Nonsense, found on Substack. David, how are you, sir? I'm great. Great to be here. It's great to have you uh, have you back. Again, my apologies. It's been uh, too long. Uh, you had something up on Twitter this morning, which got me thinking about a bunch of things, and then you outdid yourself and did some more interesting things. I'd, I'd love uh-oh. to... S- <laughs> yeah, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I, I, Do I need to know this I, for the exam, right? I haven't, okay. <laughs> I haven't been, uh, I haven't been on, on, on Twitter since then because I got, uh, I got t- a timeout for suggesting uh, Charlie Sykes, um, uh, you know... You got timed out for that? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm, so I haven't tweeted today because I'm, I'm in the, um, I'm in the, the penalty... Box. You're in the penalty box. Um, well, it's a you know, penalty well-earned and well-deserved. Anyone who takes on Charlie <laughs> Sykes is a friend of mine. Boy, that guy is just not a – he's he's not a pleasant fellow. Yeah, I mean, his his tweet said that, you know, we're slamming our heads against the desk. And, and I just suggested that, you know, if you're going to do that activity, it should lead to something constructive. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, he, I, he hasn't uh, done anything constructive since he left talk radio, <laughs> actually, I don't think. I really don't. I never listened to his show, yeah. but but I I just I became aware of him as a as a guy who kind of went from um, wife to wife and uh, really really disliked Donald Trump and his voters and uh, and I made a career out of it. Yeah, he made a career out of it. Exactly, yeah, made a career yeah. out of it. You tweeted uh, the cause of my initial call this morning. You tweeted. In case you want to know what the State Department and Kamala Harris are tweeting for an Iranian audience, she's telling them the United States is awful and racist. Naturally, things we've told a lot of other countries, uh, things Joe Biden and his previous boss used to tell a lot of other countries. This is a tweet from the vice president translated from uh, the uh, Farsi. The truth is there is racial discrimination in America. There is xenophobia in America, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia. Homosexuality, transgression, all exist. Tackling injustice wherever it is, activity is ahead. What a great way to have the moral high ground up against the worst terrorist regime in the world you're trying to seek negotiations with, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 funny because it's like, what do they say, deja vu all over yeah, again. Yeah, you bet. Um, it feels like the Obama years. Yep. And we've kind of become accustomed to what this is like, which is which is you know a kind of weird thing that we should never really get used to, um, which is having the government of the United States despise the United States. You know, I mean that's that's something that's kind of new in the history of the world. Yep. Um, 
and, uh, and, and, and sort of wherever it, it, it pops up, I think... We're, we're, we're giving them the talking points for their sermons. That's what we're doing. Interesting discussion about whether she meant homosexuality or homophobia. It, she may have meant homosexuality, and I'll tell you why. She puts it in this list. There is racial discrimination in America. There's xenophobia in America, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, homosexuality. It's not translated as homophobia. I have a couple thoughts on that, David. You may totally disagree and see it differently. But um, first of all, there may not be a word for homophobia in Farsi or anywhere in the Middle East. It's a neologism here in the first place. Oh, that's a great point. But the okay. other is – I don't know if you remember, David, when Ahmadinejad, then president of Iran in the mid – Aughts in the mid 2000s. Sure, spoke at Columbia at, University. Yeah, at Columbia yeah. University. That's right. Someone asked him about how they treat homosexuals in Iran. Do you remember his answer? I do. Yeah, he said that we, we had none. That's exactly right. You remembered it. He said, We don't have homosexuals. <laughs> now, it might have been a cart and horse problem there because they killed them. I don't know. But, but I think she did not necessarily mean homophobia. I think she may have meant homosexuality. We have it here. I mean, just to, it, speaking to her audience, David, speaking to her audience, she wants them not to like America as much as we like America. That would have been the way yeah. to do it. Homophobia yeah, wouldn't. But I, th- I, think that, I think that's a decent argument. I, I think that you were right on the first um, on the first one. Yeah, there may not be a word for it. There probably yeah. is no farce there word for homophobia. Right. Um, which is which is why it kind of kicked back the translation as, as the closest thing. Yeah, you know, it could have been. Thing to it, it could have been. Um, yeah. But um, uh, but yeah, I mean, knowing uh, knowing what I know about the State Department, specifically its Farsi division. Yep. Uh, the the last thing that they would do. I mean, these these people are are are, are committed. You know, hard leftists. Yeah. And they are pro regime. They're all Nyack people, which is Nyack is 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 is. Uh, you know, a judge ruled that um, that that calling Nyack the Iran lobby in the United States is totally legit because right. they 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 actually take their orders directly from the Iranian government. And a lot of these this is the who Iranian are, um, Council, right? The Iranian American Council, or whatever it is, right? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yes, right, 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 yes, right, right, exactly. Right. I mean, someone an, an, an anti-regime Iranian guy um, called them the Iran lobby, and mm-hmm. they sued him for mm-hmm. defamation. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it went, you know, it went to court, and, and, and there was discovery, and they were like, the judge was like, yeah, there's plenty of evidence to call you guys, you know, uh, the, the, the lobby for the, for the regime of Iran. Sure. And a lot of, a lot of these folks, the, the, the constellation, the universe of, of, of these folks, find their way into the State Department. And they were there under Trump. They were there under Obama. It's very, very difficult to, to root these folks out. Um, and and in fact, when you've got a language specialty, it gets even harder because oftentimes the person who is in charge of figuring out who's good and who's bad doesn't actually speak the is, you know doesn't speak the language and can be very easily um, fooled. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Yes. I mean these these people are in there, and and you know what I mean? It's 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 kind of uh, interesting timing because as as I'm hearing, I'm hearing a lot of rumblings that there's going to be a second Iran deal, sure. which is completely insane. Yep. Um, and it's and it's you know I mean there's there's no reason for it. You and know, we whatsoever. went to we're going to them hat in hand. We're get we're conceding thing after thing, and now telling them everything the mullahs have said about America. Yeah, we agree with you. 
we agree with you. We're a down, we're, we're a down market commodity. We have the racial discrimination here. We don't have any moral credibility to denounce your racial discrimination. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think it's important now to point out with all this going on, and, and, and I know that there's been a sense – I mean, look, I feel it too. There's, there's a sense that – that sort of foreign things don't matter as much as domestic things right, right now. Right. And you know what? I agree. I, I completely agree. I think the fight here is at, is, is, is at home primarily. Um, that said, there is no reason whatsoever to entertain, you know, walking into another absurd deal with the Iranians. You know, if you're going to do nothing, okay, do nothing. But there's no reason to empower them this way by um, – you know, by, by sitting down at the table and giving them, you know, and, and, and signing off on, um, you know, on their nuclear weapons program. Right, right. And to do so, to seek them, to beg them to come to the table, which is what we're doing. We're begging them to come to the table. And to do so as part of the beg to denounce your own country. I mean, this is, this is new. This is novel. I think it was novel under Obama. I think that's what America first in part was so offensive to the Democrats and the left about. Wait, we're standing up for this down market commodity. I thought we just spent eight years saying, you know, this is a country in need of radical transformation. And now it's back with 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 the remnants of the Obama administration led by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. It's an awful thing to see, David. It's an awful thing. I don't know of a playbook in foreign policy where that has succeeded. The country that denounces right. itself wins. I don't know that. Yeah. I mean, as, as I've said, um, I've, I've been saying, you know, for, for years now, probably, uh, you know, in, in, in prior, uh, you know, appearances on your show, I, I don't think a coherent foreign policy for the United States is possible. Right. And, um, and, I, and I think that, that, that's because we, we, we disagree on far too much. Yeah. We, we no longer agree on the most basic things, which is who we are. Right. And then the extension of that is, you know, who our allies are. Or whether we're and, a good country. I mean, I, that is up okay. for debate. Right. Kamala so Harris, we, you, re- you read that tweet, you would say that's, that's the description of a not good country. Correct. Can I take a quick break and come back? For sure. Thank you. My station mandates it. I'm I'm good. <laughs> My station mandates the break. I'm Seth Leibson. He's David Riaboy. Follow him on Twitter. Read him at Substack. Late Republic nonsense. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. Brought to you from the studios of the Guns Etc. Corporation. Uh, we love them, Guns Etc. Dave Reboy is our guest. You can follow him on Twitter. You can go to his website, um, DaveReboy.com. He spells his last name R-E-A-B-O-I. Dave, we were just talking about um, this foreign policy notion that we can have one as we debase ourselves, when our leaders debase ourselves. And I thought there was a kind of interesting kind of segue to something else you were doing over at your website. You're, um, you were uh, highlighting a, an, a, an old Gene Kirkpatrick essay. When we're talking about what Kamala Harris said to the Iranians in Farsi, um, the first notion, the first statement one has is a blame America first kind of notion, which was a phrase that very self Gene Kirkpatrick kind of popularized. But it was in a speech where she quoted Jean-Francois Ravel who said in her quote, a civilization that feels guilty for everything it is and does will lack the energy and conviction to defend itself. We're there, aren't we, David? Yeah, we're there. We're there. We're there that, uh, 
you know, we're, we're there at that dead end. Um, and, uh, I mean, I don't know where you, where you go after this. I mean, I, I have ideas. Um, I think where you end up going after this is you, you begin to target, uh, and, and, and purge the forces of, you know, darkness within your own country, you know, frankly, the way they've been doing. Um, and I mean, here's the, here's kind of the, 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 the darkest thought, you know, with which I ended the, my last essay at, at, at Substack, um, uh, uh, place, which is, you know, you can make an argument that the country is, you know, the country has changed really since 2015. Um, culturally it's changed politically, um, you know, really, really in every way, every, um, every lever of power in this country, aside from, you know, I don't know, the, the common people. Um, I, I'm curious is, why you is, put it at, why you tag it to 2015. There must have been, a, there must be a. Oh, yeah, I tag, I, I, I think, uh, I think a significant thing happened in 2015, which is uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, that is an interesting starting point. Yeah, that's where that's that kind of upset because, all the uh, all the natural norms of uh, yeah. Into, that's interesting. Go yeah, on. Yeah, what, what happened? I think what happened there was that you, they it was that the media itself, and it was only the media. The media decided, and and pop culture, like let's say that thing broadly speaking, decided that they were going to take an issue that um, seemed complete or a proposition. That seemed completely absurd right. to anyone. Yep. You know, the day before, yep. and come down so hard on dissenters yep. that people were, you know, people were thrown out of their jobs. Yep. People, um, you know, people were thrown off of uh, of social media and whatever. And and at that point, the, le- the like let's say the forces of the left, the the, the media specifically, thought to themselves, you know what, we can push every issue this way. Mm-hmm. We have the power to mold and shape what's going on and and i think once they got a taste of that power it was you know katie bar the door Interesting. and they just brought it they it was it was too uh it was too um it was too powerful uh a thing to sort of keep on the shelf so powerful that it out, outrun its own pa- outran its own patient you could say the same thing about uh uh the row and row versus wade what was her name norma mccorvey i think something like that right mm. The the movement outpaced the person they were rallying around. I don't think Caitlyn right. Jenner actually puts up with a lot of the nonsense the left ran with. Um, right. Yeah. And but it's but it's right. And in in the same way, that's a great example. Um, in the in the same way, the thing is, you know, the thing kind of moves on itself because it's not about really this one person. It's the one person is the MacGuffin. Right, um, right, you know, right, that, that, right. That starts the well put. That, that starts the story going. Yeah, and um, and you know, and um, they figured out they figured that they can get away with with forcing, um, you know, forcing a, a public change on any issue because it, you know the, the from a you know the whole trans issue was such a fringe concern right. yep. prior to that right. that people would laugh and yeah. they think it was absurd. Yeah. And within within a week, nobody was laughing. Right. And within a year, we had children's books encouraging it. Right. Yeah. No, that's, 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 that's immensely interesting, David. 
I'm going to spend some time thinking about that one a little bit more tonight. That's intensely interesting. By the way, I wonder if that's also the reason you were tweeting about this issue of how the left has used hate and changed the way they used hate. There's there's a part of that that, that connects, isn't there? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, – and someone else you know, observed too in, in better words than, than I could muster, um, which is that um, – you know they 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 no longer um, they no longer make the arguments they they did at all right. when they were you know when the left was sort of traditionally um, concerned with economic right. matters right. and matters of class right um, they no longer understand themselves this way and frankly they've gotten themselves into such a situation where you know almost in a Pavlovian way yep. their people will only respond to racist right they don't it's funny they hardly even respond to sexist anymore i know it's gone that's gone yeah Yeah. right so they respond to racist and um you know like when was the last time you heard about islamophobia you hear about it occasionally it's gone too it's racist yeah it's racist and it's like what they're trying to do is is kind of make it like nazi-like so everything, everything is kind of Nazi-like. You know, the people they don't like, they're just Nazis. They're Nazis. Yeah, you plaster and, um, race and Nazi over everything that just used to be. I disagree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, you see it right. from Trudeau all the way to, uh, I mean, my gosh, it, it's gone to such an absurdity that a major broadcaster at ABC can say Hitler wasn't a racist, right? I mean, that's, right. how, that's how absurd it's run. It's coarse, right? right. And, and but no, but like in the old days, you know, I mean, when we were growing up, you know, what did they say to about us? <laughs> they said we hated poor people. Yeah, they said right. They you might hear the word we reactionary were, once in a while. No one knew what it meant, but that was thrown around a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. I mean, remember, remember, you know, uh, the, the the knock on Mitt Romney in twenty twelve. In twenty twelve, he wants to throw grandma over the you know over the 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 bridge or, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. whatever yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah. was right yeah. none of that makes any sense to a modern leftist today right the only thing that makes sense is nazi evil racist right which is and, why it went and, from uh, throwing grandma over yeah. the bridge to putting y'all in chains right oh that's a great point yeah David, yeah, that's, my uh, gosh, that's a great point. well, you're full of them. You got me thinking a bunch today. That Caitlyn Jenner thing, I'm going to spend some time on that. I thought that die was cast or broke, I, I guess, better when National Geographic uh, in their January issue did an issue dedicated to that. I think they had an eight-year-old girl on the cover as the example of the transgender oh issue, God. and it was right around that time. Oh. It would have been about 2015, I believe it was. David, real boy, good friend. Dear friend, with some, what should I say, um, disputable music taste, <laughs> but not political or philosophical or amicable tastes. You're a good man, it's buddy. So great Thank, to be with yeah, you. Yeah, no, I know. I, Thanks, it's, uh, nothing, nothing like it, having you brought it back. Um, come come and visit I, Florida. I, I will come to Florida. I'll show you Arizona if you show me Florida. How's that? Is that a deal? Deal. Okay, brother. Be good. Godspeed. You too. Bye. Bye. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, brought to you live from the Guns Etc. studios. I had a few callers on hold that dropped off. Feel free to call back. I think you were weighing in on my question. Five people. I'm looking for the fifth. I think I'm pretty good on the first four, although I'm open to your dispute. Uh, Five people without whom the conservative movement wouldn't be what it is. The first four are Rush Limbaugh, who's 
passing is the anniversary today. We commemorated earlier and still commemorate. Rush, Rush Limbaugh, William F. Buckley, uh, Barry Goldwater, Ronald Reagan, because um, he showed us, I mean, not only because of the philosophy and all that, but he showed us that the Barry Goldwater, William F. Buckley view could win. And then Rush, his popularity took off uh, just shortly after, uh, in a big way, shortly after Ronald Reagan uh, left office. Uh, one might say uh, Reagan helped make him possible in some respects, too. So, you know, Aristotle says power is the ability to be and make things be. William F. Buckley had that. He made a lot of conservatives. He made a lot of conservatives famous. He made a lot of conservatives uh, accessible and their intellect accessible to people. Uh, he himself uh, was a great author in his own right, a great speaker, lecturer, debater in his own right. But he made others. He made others. Power to be and make things be. Um, that may be very well true of uh, certainly Reagan's administration as well. And how can you not say that about Rush Limbaugh when you think about all the um, all the talk radio hosts that that came after him. He created he created the genre. And uh, I don't know who the second big one was after him, but I mean, just everyone from local to national uh, owes their uh, owes their owes their owes their job, their profession, this genre to Rush Limbaugh, whose uh, passing we uh, deeply, uh, deeply mourn. All right. So I got Rush, Buckley, Goldwater, Reagan. See what you guys got. Dan's in Chandler. Hello, Dan. Hi. I can't believe it isn't just considered obvious to so many that Donald Trump belongs on this list. Okay, tell me why. You know, because, you know, most of the people on this list, they are great thinkers, writers, talkers, but they are not necessarily, with the exception of Ronald Reagan, doers, okay? Uh-huh. And, and, and in, you know, you, there have always been great conservative intellectuals doing their thing in our, you know, in our media lane. But that didn't stop the Democrats from doing what they did. And even though the media was always, you know, uh, left wing and, and Ronald Reagan and, and uh, George Bush, uh, W. Bush, uh, did what they did despite them, nobody took the slings and arrows like Donald Trump and called them out for who they are. And I'll tell you, it really uh, upsets me that when I sometimes see conservatives who, uh, when the topic comes to Trump in 2024, they say, ah, I don't know, I'm afraid he's damaged good. And I'm like, Really? Well, then you've allowed the enemy to get to you, to brainwash you. And to think like that allows the Clintons and, and, and BLM and the leftists and everybody who broke the law and, and, and just spat on the Constitution for the past five years to get away with everything they think they got away with. Yeah, he did a couple dumb things, but... What he did that was positive for this country and for the conservative movement far outweighs his mistakes, I believe. 
Yeah, I wouldn't argue with that last point, uh, Dan, or, and I wouldn't argue heavily with a lot of your other points. I would um, I would push a little back on some of it, though. Um, let me let me let me agree in this sense. Um, the conservative movement and the country owes him a huge debt of gratitude for stopping Hillary Clinton in 2016. I don't think any of the other Republicans could have done it. I just don't. Um, and that's kind of why I want to push a little bit. And maybe on the other side of this break, you, you feel free to push back against me. I'll let you if you want. Because the only way he could do it was because he could win. Because he could win. And I don't know by dint of him or by dint of the culture, I don't know if he can win again. Would you you, you want to push back on that on the other side? I have a feeling you probably do. Sure. Okay, I'm Seth. We'll be right back. Back to the Seth Liebson show brought to you in part by the good folks at Balance of Nature. I take it every day. I was going to say I can't tell you how much I love it. I try to tell you how much I love it. It has kept me well oh, for about three years as long as I've been taking it. Every single day, the fruits and veggies are fantastically blended into an easy-to-swallow series of capsules. If you don't like them, you can open them up and sprinkle them. You can chew them if you do, even if you want, but they're easy to swallow. It's a great product. I want you to go to check them out at balanceofnature.com. That's balanceofnature.com. They're fruits and veggies. Make sure to use discount code BALANCE. If you're thinking about a supplement to your diet, choose one that's not only efficacious, that's not only potent and powerful, but how about one that also kind of supports our conversations right here? All right, Dan and Chandler, you and I were talking about um, the pantheon of great conservatives, and you uh, you were nominating Donald Trump uh, onto that yes. list. And uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Not only one of the great doers, mm-hmm. but one of the only true fighters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it, doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that one of Donald Trump's heroes or is is uh, general george s Patton because i think he really does no no he really models himself uh after general Patton, uh who was willing to fight for what he believed in and and you know the hell with the politicians do you think he could win uh, again do you think he could win again yes i okay. do okay however i mean look but it's going to take all of us yeah okay yeah and and i'll tell you this i was just thinking of myself at a um <laughs> at a Ted Cruz rally because I was so afraid back in 2016 that Trump couldn't possibly win. Interesting. You know? and, and, you had, and, you, and It's boy, so interesting you say that. I was convinced he could very early on, and I thought he was the only one that could. But I'm less certain now, well, and you're certain but, now. I'm not so but, sure he but could a lot win of, now. Yeah, a lot of people back then didn't. didn't oh, yeah, I know. Good. I was in the minority. But I'm not so sure now, and you are. We've just kind of reversed spots is all. I just find that a little interesting. Well, here, here's the thing. I, I'm not saying it's going to be an easy win. No, it never okay? is, though. Yeah. But I think – but it, but it's an imperative because if we just take lying down the past five years of mass lying and 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 historical revisionism um then it, and, and say okay let, 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 let's get rid of trump he's damaged goods let's get somebody clean who doesn't have any track record at all well what about know? ron DeSantis? he has a track record it's not fair to see he doesn't have a track record he's the governor of a huge state who has taken on some very serious issues right 
from critical race man. theory. Yeah. Huh? Okay. <laughs> I wish he wasn't in Florida because I could see him run together. But um, oh yeah, good oh, point. Look, right, I, right. They can't. Right. Uh, yeah, I, good point. I would. Su- yeah. I, I would support him for sure. But here's the thing: if you abandon Trump because of of the damage that the left has been allowed to do to a, to murder that's a good way to put it yep I, i'm with you i'm following you they did the, they did you're the, you're, this, you're, yeah. you're you're letting the, the left get away with murder and let me tell you something whoever we were to run okay they would still be running yes against uh, all of that is true i agree lie. with that too i agree with you they do the same thing to ronald reagan if they had social media they, they because they did they they did say the same things it was just that it was in print. oh yeah yeah but the only know, question but, but i'm they raising they didn't run yeah. trump because they're because we were right I don't want to over Trump because we were right. I don't want to over intellectualize it. I just want to think about lasting legacy to the conservative movement. And if if he can't win and Ron DeSantis can, if all ifs, obviously, all of them, yet we don't have crystal balls. Are we um, are we cutting off our nose a little bit? I just worry a little bit about I that. hope. Look, look, look. I hope Ron DeSantis has the gravitas that Trump has. Let me, you know, to, what what Trump had to fight, I don't know, I can't think of anybody else who has the toughness. You have to think that Donald through, Trump. absolutely. I want to remind people how important that not that very point is. When he ran, he ran alone. He didn't have the party behind him. He didn't have the party apparatus behind him. He certainly didn't have, yeah. The, uh, I mean, he was running against the Democrats and the RNC. Let's let me put it that yes. way. Yes, that's a good point. And 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 he did it. Um, and okay, I take him, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Let me go to uh, Mike in Scottsdale. Hi, Mike. Mike, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead, sir. I was uh, not, number, I have a number five for your list. Please. Uh, Victor Davis Hanson. Interesting. Interesting. What has he contributed to our cause or movement that uh, you find uh, so important? I mean, I love the guy. I have him on the show regularly, but I, I, I love him. But I'm just wondering, what, what if, you were, if you were the nominating committee and you nominated him, what would be your... Elevator pitch. Oh, Why just, Victor just, Davis? Just his work with the with the uh, the Hooverings. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I mean, he just he, he's so he's so eloquent, logical, intelligent, and fair with his explanations of what's going on. It's very that's and very I good, Mike. Davis. It's very good nomination. It's a very good reason too, especially when we don't have right now a lot of uh, academics or intellectuals or even historians that can put things in those kinds of contexts that a lot of those people have died out and died off. Right. Yeah, correct. He's, 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 I I mean, he, he's one of my heroes. Yeah, he should, he is worthy of it. Conservative warrior. Yeah, no, I think he's a worthy nominee for that spot. I really do. I really, really do. And I think from, for years to come, his books will be read. Um, for everyone who likes his appearances on TV, radio, this show, other shows, um, I'm going to tell you something. You're probably familiar. You probably know this already, Mike. But for those that don't, his books are even better. His books are even better than everything else we know him for. His books are that good. His books are really good. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah and, while, and while we were talking, I was just uh, another quick one, maybe Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Oh, really? Okay. Another one. All right. 
Well, you're not going to get an argument from me. I'm I'm on his faculty here on Salem. I'm delighted to be and privileged to be. Hey, Mike, thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Be right back. Good time today. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Thanks for sharing it. A couple people on hold. Chris, Bob, I'm sorry we didn't get to you. This is our shortest segment. I'm sorry we didn't. Please call tomorrow. Your calls, I can see the topics. They look really interesting. I want to take them. Call tomorrow. Remind uh, my producer when you call that uh, you were on hold and didn't get on today. We'll put you right at the top of the list. Um, There used to be giants among us, which is why I started this uh, little interesting exercise. Who would be the five conservatives in the pantheon, the Valhalla, the the, um, the kingdom uh, without whom we wouldn't be the movement, uh, we wouldn't be a conservative movement. And, uh, and uh, yeah, we've had some great nominations. I said Rush Limbaugh, William Buckley. Uh, we said uh, Ronald Reagan, Barry Goldwater were, I think, the first obvious four. And then we've had a few discussions about who that fifth person was, Victor Davis Hanson, Donald Trump, Milton Friedman, <clears throat> Mississippi. I think I got an Andrew Breitbart uh, nomination, Charles Krauthammer got a nomination, and uh, and they're all good. It's, it's a shame. We have watched uh, a generation or two now pass that has led us uh, out of Egypt, uh, the most recent one being P.J. O'Rourke. I was actually surprised no one said P.J. O'Rourke especially given that he was just in the news so much. He um, he meant a lot to a ton of young conservatives, particularly of that Milton Friedman libertarian stripe, but not exclusively. Um, conservative writers, you know, they tried to emulate William Buckley or P.J. O'Rourke. That's, some of them tried to emulate George Will once upon a time. Uh, and, and, and it's lamentable. But the good thing is their work abides. Rush Limbaugh's transcripts, his books, his works – are still available, Buckley, of course, all of them. And if I have a plea, it's uh, not to forget what they taught. Not to forget what they taught, because they taught not just verities. They taught the permanent things, what we call the durables. They taught the durables, and they're still good. Go back and read Conscience of a Conservative. You'll be amazed. Go back and read God and Man at Yale. You'll be amazed. Go back and read Whitaker Chambers' Witness. Amazing how prescient it all was. Amazing how great you all are too. Until tomorrow, God bless you all and class dismissed. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.